Like I had my first trans student a few years ago and, you know, after class, uh, he came up to me and said, you know, I prefer to be called this. And I said, okay, well, what pronouns would you like me to use? And he was shocked. Like, you will use my, my preferred pronouns? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Read the room. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to read the room. <clears throat> On this season of the PG Daily, we will be taking an in-depth look at education in Prince George's County. You will hear from some of the integral voices that are responsible for educating and enriching the minds of students in the county. You will also hear from students that have been directly impacted by the county's educational system. And you will hear how the Prince George's County schools impact the community as a whole. In today's episode, you will hear the daily news, and for our big story, Dorcas Ashinomo sits down with Ms. B. Robb, historian and professor at Prince George's Community College. I'm David Smalls. Stay tuned. Good day and welcome to PG Community News. I'm Vanita Newsom. Today is Friday, October 18th, 2019. In today's weather, we're in for another blistery day. But it won't be as gusty as yesterday. We'll have plenty of sunshine, but still cooler than average, with highs only in the low 60s. Winds will diminish tonight, allowing temperatures to plummet into the 30s. This will be our coldest night in six months, so have a heavy coat at hand if you plan on heading out Saturday morning. You may also want to bring in or cover your plans with a freeze watch in effect in counties west of I-81 and a frost advisory in effect tonight for counties west of I-95. Tomorrow will warm up nicely into the mid to upper 60s. Today, sunrise is at 7.20 a.m., sunset at 6.25 p.m. That's the weather for today. In local news, according to the Washington Post, longtime Maryland lawmaker Tawana Gaines said Thursday that she takes full responsibility for using campaign funds for her personal spending and apologizes to her colleagues in the Maryland General Assembly for putting herself in that position. Gaines appeared in U.S. District Court in Greenville to plead guilty to one count of federal wire fraud two weeks after resigning from the House of Delegates. At the 35-minute hearing, she admitted to using $22,000 in donation between January 2015 and April 2018 to purchase fast food, get her hair styled, pay for dental work, purchase a pool cover at her home, pay for her Amazon Prime membership, and an Amazon Fire TV stick. According to prosecutors, Gaines withdrew approximately $1,900 in cash from ATMs and electronically transferred at least $2,000 from her campaign PayPal account directly into her personal checking account. Court documents do not offer a detailed account of the rest of the money Gaines admits to using. Gaines, who surrendered her passport and was released on her own recognizance, also spoke outside the courthouse, saying that she doesn't want anyone to judge the Maryland General Assembly by her actions, and that they are honorable people and I want to apologize to them for putting myself in this position. Gain faces up to 33 months in jail. In other news, USA 9 News reports how parents are upset over potential school rezoning in Prince George's County. Whitehall Elementary School in Bowie 
is overcrowded, according to Prince George's County Public Schools, but how does the district plan to solve this problem? By rezoning the area to funnel students into one of four other nearby elementary schools starting in 2020. Some parents, however, are not happy with this decision. One parent stated how we picked our house, but also because it's zoned for Whitehall. Parents say Whitehall Elementary consistently outperformed other schools in the district. It earned five out of five stars in the Maryland State Department of Education in 2018 report card. The proposal would redirect students to one of four other elementary schools. Parents agree that overcrowding is a problem that needs to be addressed, but some are unhappy with the pace at which the district is addressing it. School board representative for her district, Rashila Ahid, said she plans to write a letter to the superintendent to suggest a task for it this week, and that there is a sense of urgency because a permanent decision needs to be made. The next decision session will be held October 24th. The first reading of the proposal to the board will be on November 7th. The Associated Press has reported that a veteran House Democrat from New York City will for now take over the House Committee seat the late Representative Elijah Cumming held. Carolyn Maloney, who has served in Congress since 1993, will now serve as acting chair of the White House Oversight and Reform Committee until Democrats choose a permanent seat at an undetermined future date. Cummings was a Maryland Democrat whose committee has had a leading role in the House impeachment investigation of President Donald Trump. Cummings died Thursday of complications from a long-running health problem. He was 68 years old. That's the news for today. Have a nice weekend. From PG Community News, I'm Vanita Newsom. And now, for our big story, Dorcas Ashinawo sits down with Miss B. Rob, historian and professor at Prince George's Community College. With your students, mm-hmm. have you made any mistakes? And how would you handle the situation differently today if you have made a mistake with students? Not to toot my own horn, but I can't think of any mistakes I've made Mm -hmm. Um, because I have, because, because I think before I speak and because I read the room in advance. Now, I had to change grades because of miscalculations and errors. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've certainly, you know, been uh, gracious about that. But I think... Not to say, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I think if you just simply read the room, if you try to to bring yourself down from this, this position of, I'm the professor and I know everything. If you, if you bring yourself down a little bit while simultaneously making them rise to your standards, it does significantly lower the mistake. Right. So Mm -hmm. I've never had to apologize to a student. I've never had to, you know, go sit in the chair's office because the student said I did. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Even down to like I had my first trans student a few years ago and, you know, after class, uh, he came up to me and said, you know, I prefer to be called this. And I said, "Okay, well, what pronouns would you like me to use? And he was shocked, like 
you will use my my preferred pronouns absolutely why not yeah. why not read the room mm -hmm. you know you gotta read the room <clears throat> how are you advising students looking to pursue higher education in a world where it seems that it is less valued and do you see the value you still see the value in formal education yeah i get it we're in a society that uh is <laughs> shrinking in terms of our ability to connect with people you know that we and we've talked about this technology um social media uh digital content the internet um computers all of these things are tools and gadgets that allows people to connect in ways that we haven't before. Um, you know, today it's like almost everybody is an entrepreneur, right? Everybody's selling plates. <laughs> um, everybody's doing hair. Everybody's, everybody's doing, doing nails. Yeah. Everybody's doing lashes. Everybody's making clothes. Mm -hmm. You know, and so what you see, which I applaud, is a generation of millennials and Gen Zers who are making a way for themselves without attaching, you know, the student debt and things like that. And I do believe college is not for everyone. Agreed. But there is still value in formal education because I wouldn't be a fifth of the woman I am today, not because I sat in history or astronomy classes, but because I learned life. I learned legitimate life skills. And I have to take that question a little deeper. It's not so much that higher education isn't valuable anymore. It's that what's seen as social sciences and liberal arts education. So would you allow your children to attend the school that you teach at? <laughs> Is that your question? <laughs> yeah. Would you allow them? Would you allow them to attend the school that you teach at? Oh. Um, I'm going to say... I can't say I would I wouldn't allow them. I think it's it's difficult for me to see me who I am raising a kid that had to start at a community college. Whether and I I had to start here because I didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. And I am working very hard to make sure my children have the money to be able to go to college if they so choose. Mm -hmm. Now, if if they had to go to if they if the circumstances they had to go to a community college, um, sure, why not? You know what? Shout out to Miss Choi and and I had her for ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade math. She was the worst teacher I ever had. I remember. <laughs> no, we all have one of those. I remember. She was the worst teacher I ever had. But I always said, I hope I'd never be like her. She was the worst. She was the worst. What subject did you say she took? Mad. Oh, yeah. I, she, I don't know why I kept getting put in her classes every year. Mm. I was always in Miss Choi's math class. And she was the worst. That's crazy. The worst. My worst math teacher, my, my worst teacher experience uh -huh. was with the math teacher. Math teachers, and I, I've had worst. this conversation with math teachers. I'm like, you guys are rude because what you don't understand <laughs> is that there are people who have a a real life fear mm -hmm. of this subject and you don't you don't meet them on that level
This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. Producers for the Prince George's Daily are Stephen Boney, Dorcas Ashinowo, Vanita Newsom, Heavenly Pickett, David Smalls, and Dale Roden. Music for this episode provided by DJs Young Carts and Scott Holmes. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on education in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.